Thanks for joining us. This is the EWN Podcast Network. Hello, my friends, and welcome to Rev with Rachel, where we recreate, enlighten, and vibrate in our radiance. I am Reverend Dr. Rachel Whetstone, but just call me Rachel. This podcast is the place to learn about really feeling our emotions, mastering the mind, being aware of our energy, and tuning into our own intuition for living in bliss, freedom, health, peace, and what I call our godly potential. I would love to stay connected with you. If you want Rev with Rachel updates and info about living a Rev life, please go to RevWithRachel.com and you can enter your name and email address. And you can also like Rev Life on Facebook. Today's episode is Intuitive Wellness with Sue Rapley. Welcome to the show, Sue. Oh, thank you. Thanks so much for having me on. Yes, I'm excited to connect over this awesome topic. Um, You know, my background was in research and the wellness industry and fitness. And so it's, it was a shift in my own life when I realized, oh, there is more to this and we can listen to our own body. So I'm so excited for you to share that with the listeners today. Well, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate being here. Yeah. And so I know that you're an integrative and functional medicine health coach. Why don't you start by telling a bit about your personal story on how you came to be coaching and helping others in this way? Oh, yes. Great question. Um, really, I began this conversation and um, really being in this wellness space when my son was struggling with health issues. Mm-hmm. He was um, 15 at the time and uh, really struggling with um, a bad reflux. It was it was uh, GERD, really, mm-hmm. gastroesophageal reflux and um, the acids and his stomach were literally just sloshing up and down in his esophagus and really burning lesions into, um, into the esophagus. And um, he, um, with this repeatedly happening over and over again, it started to cause scar tissue. Mm-hmm. And um, that scar tissue started to build and um, formed a, a stricture, like a tightening in the esophagus. So, um, it was starting to prevent food from going down. Food started getting stuck. Hmm. Um, And in the beginning we thought, okay, he's just a 15 year old boy and he's just eating too fast. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, you know, telling him to slow down and um, you know, of course that may have been part of it, but it certainly wasn't the whole thing. And then um, we started to realize how, um, how deep the problem was for him um, that, um, lower esophageal sphincter that sits at the bottom of your esophagus and you know opening to your stomach just wasn't closing off properly and it was okay. um, yeah it was a couple different reasons one he had a, a hiatal hernia so it's part of the stomach that pushes up so it was preventing that from closing off and um, so the asses just kept coming up and down and we um, we did go to two uh, different gastroenterologists up here and had uh, the uh, stricture dilated and that helped for a time and they put him on meds to reduce the acid so he could heal but they weren't working and um, yeah so then it was you know let's add another med to it let's 
um, you know, increase the dosing and everything else. And nothing really was, was helping him. Um, the stricture came back again and, um, we had to, you know, have it dilated again and ended up, we were told that he needed surgery because the meds just weren't helping him. Mm -hmm. But the problem was his tissues were just so inflamed that that wasn't even an option right then. Um, so we had to reduce the inflammation and that's when I asked to go down to the Mayo Clinic and um, I figured for sure they would have the answers there for me because you know in my mind that's where presidents go right mm-hmm. um, so we went down there and um, I mean they were they were wonderful down there but they really they tried to double his meds at that point so that we could do the surgery um, and his body just didn't tolerate it Mm. Um, and in the meantime, I kept asking questions like, what can I do at home alongside the care he's receiving right. to, um, yeah, to help the situation, right? Like, um, questions like, you know, has, is food ha- having anything to do with this? Um, what can I do? Right. What can mm-hmm. I do? Cause I felt kind of helpless. Right. Um, and I wasn't getting a lot of direction in, in that uh, realm. And I understand today that that's not really the tools and the training that these very able physicians and surgeons were, um, were given, right? right? Through their medical training, right? Um, so they couldn't offer me what they didn't know, right? Yeah. So um, when, we, when we were down at the Mayo Clinic and came back and the you know, the, the directive really was to, okay, we're going to double his meds and we're going to reduce the inflammation. And then, you know, we can, we can do the surgery. Um, because at that point I was like, maybe this is the route we ha- we had, we need to take. Right. Mm-hmm. But his, but his body never ever responded well to doubling those meds. So it was like flu like symptoms coming out both ends. And Mm. And we tried three times at the, at the new dose of meds. And um, in the end, I, I called the, the um, clinic back and I said to them, you know, um, this is just not working. I feel like I've, we need to take a different approach. And they didn't really have anything for me. So I said to them, I'm going to try to figure out what I can do for him from a natural point of view. Mm-hmm. And but at that point, to be honest, I didn't know what that even was. And all along this journey, I kept thinking, there's got to be something more I can do for him. I just didn't know what. And I felt very uncomfortable about just going down the surgery route mm-hmm. until I thought, okay, maybe that's the only option. Maybe I just need to do that. Um, but when his body wasn't responding to the meds, I thought, okay, this is, this is time to try and figure something else out. I just didn't know what. Yeah. So I came home kind of feeling hopeless, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Um, and I just, I remember just sitting there and, and crying because I was so frustrated. And, and that's when I just, I asked the universe, to be honest, to just open doors for us because I didn't know what to do for him at that point. Mm-hmm. And, and I wasn't, receiving any guidance right from the medical profession other than you know what we're doing isn't working yeah um 
And so I literally prayed about it because um, I didn't know what else to do. And, and literally within three days, doors started to open for me. Nice. Such mm. as? <laughs> I received a phone call from a friend. And, and she shared with me that she had joined um, a group and they met uh, monthly to discuss wellness topics. And I remember asking her, so what's the topic for this month? Um, and she said, digestive wellness. Mm. And I literally got goosebumps all over my body. And oh, I thought, wow. Wow. Um, and I said to her, um, her name's Jenny. And I said to her, Jenny, do you know what's going on with, with my son? And she said, no. And I explained it. And she was like, oh, my goodness. So it was like, it, you know, mm-hmm. it felt very divinely led. You know, doors started to open and I went there and I met um, other people who had suffered and and had wellness struggles themselves. And they had like uh, resources for me. They um, one one of the members actually introduced me to a functional and integrative. He didn't actually call himself a functional medicine doctor at the time. He called himself an integrative doctor. Mm -hmm. So he was also a pediatrician, but had this integrative functional medicine, really know-how that he, he added into his practice. And we, he was in Wisconsin. I was in Minnesota um, and we Skyped and he sent test kits to my house. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, we, we started to put the puzzle pieces in place as to what was going on with his body. Um, you know, what, what we needed to maximize, like as far as what, what his body needed and what we needed to minimize, which was the things that were irritating his body. We found out he had food sensitivities and things like that, did stool mm-hmm. tests and all kinds of things. And then um, started to give him what his body needed. Mm-hmm. And literally... Rachel, within six months, like within three months, I I knew, I thought we were on the right track. Mm -hmm. Six months later, we went back to the Mayo Clinic and had another endoscopy done. And this time the endoscopy went very quickly. And the doctor came out and showed me the pictures to, um, to his, um, you know, his esophagus and where there had been all these angry red lesions, now there was just beautiful pink skin. Mm-hmm. Wow. And, and I literally started to well up. And I, yeah. and I looked at the doctor, and the doctor looked at me, and, and the words that came out of her mouth were nothing short of a miraculous healing. Mm. Beautiful. And I was like, wow. Like, that was validation that what we had done actually worked, right? It yeah. was working. Um, like I knew that food wasn't getting stuck for him anymore, but I didn't realize it was this big a transformation, right? Mm-hmm. In, in six short months. And, and I remember shortly, and the doctor did say to me in her next words was, wow, putting up those meds really helped. And, and I looked at her and I said, but don't you remember? And she, and she said, oh, are you trying to tell me that you receive this level of healing purely through um, dietary changes and supplementation alone? And I said, yeah. 
And she said, wow, I've never seen this before. And, and what really struck me was, wow, there is this whole other arm to wellness mm-hmm. and, he, and health care that is totally missing in our conventional medical model somehow. Exactly. Um, and I have more of a like um, engineering product design background. So I think my, my logical brain was saying, wow, like, first of all, this is really cool how this even happened. Mm-hmm. And I had this, uh, I, like it changed everything for him. Cool. He never did have to have the surgery. Awesome. And, um, you know, it, it wasn't like a complete straight line because, you know, when we start making changes for what our body needs, sometimes when we start feeling better, we tend to, I don't know, digress from what, what the good choices we're making. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so there was some steps backwards and then some steps forward as his belief and what he was doing now really was supporting his body and helping him to heal. Um, so there was a learning process, right? Mm-hmm. And it takes time for the body to heal, right? But um, I was left with this huge curiosity as to, wow, our bodies are this amazing machine, really, that, are, that is designed uh, to want to come back into balance and heal, right? Mm-hmm. What we need to do is figure out what is standing in that way and help give the body what it needs, right? Yeah. And then it does its thing. So I became super, super interested in this whole integrative functional medicine world. And that's when I went back to school to become a health coach. And I received um, uh, my first certification in integrative nutrition. Um, and then I was still hungry. I was still hungry for more. And that's when I... Um, found um, uh, the School of Applied Functional Medicine, and I I added in the functional medicine, the applied functional medicine piece for coaching. Um, And, you know, that's how I practice today is Mm -hmm. really, um, you know, uh, I'm a health coach with this integrative and functional medicine um, background. So I look at the body through this very holistic, integrative lens. Mm -hmm. Um, And... um, and, and look to see what is standing in the body's way, right? What, what's come out of balance and then work to put the puzzle pieces in place to figure things out. Just like with my son, right? I, I do mm-hmm. a lot of actually, you know, including test kits and labs and things like that, that that functional medicine doctor did with me. You know, I don't have the medical background, but I have the coaching mm-hmm. background. And that's how um, I approach this, you know, wellness space but yeah so that's how I landed here really Mm -hmm. oh my gosh I just love this I love it (laughs) because it's not you know our bodies are it's not just like something's wrong we just need a medication all the time it's like if something's wrong like you so you really listen to some part of you you know like we're talking about intuitive wellness today you were able to access that part was like something else might be going on here what what could it be and so I love that you work with people in that space too. So describe a bit about like, how do we be well intuitively? 
Ah, uh, yes. So um, when I when I coach my clients, I really rely on their intuition, right, of what their body needs. Mm-hmm. And so often, um, people have become, I think, almost distanced from their intuition, what, what it's guiding them to do, right? It's like a guiding light. Mm-hmm. And, and sometimes they become distant, distanced from that through um, speaking about it. Like I know myself when I um, would go to the doctor, you know, for whatever was, um, you know, at play with me, I remember like after my, my daughter was born, I, I was really struggling with fatigue And um, I remember going to the doctor and like, you know, saying these different things that were going on with me and, and, and asking questions like, you know, this kind of started back at this time when this was going on. Do you think that had anything to do with it? And often I would hear things like, well, I really don't think it has anything to do with it. Mm -hmm. Um, So I started to question my own intuition as to what it was leading me, right? Mm -hmm. As to what I thought, this is kind of when it started, right? This is what was going on. Um, But maybe that didn't have anything to do with it, right? So I started to doubt it. And I find that when um, my clients come to me, that's often their story as well. Something has gotten in the way of them trusting their divine guidance, right? Right. Mm -hmm. Their intuition, So part of the work that I do with them is, you know, we talk about symptoms, right? Symptoms are gifts. We don't like to think of symptoms as gifts because we think they're an annoyance. I don't want my head to hurt. I don't want my knee to hurt, you know, all this stuff, right? But they guide us to what is going on. If Mm -hmm. we didn't have symptoms, we wouldn't understand that there's something out of balance that needs to now be looked at and fixed right. possibly yeah. or brought back into balance, right? So, so this is how I speak with my clients is, you know, I ask them for a health history when they come to me so that I see like a timeline of what's going on, right? When did um, things start to, when did you start noticing when, when things were uh, whatever it is that they're struggling with, whether digestive health or, you know, headaches or whatever it is. Like, when did these things start, right? What was going on in your life, in the year, in, 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 the, um, in, in the months that led up to it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what does your intuition tell you is at play here? Even if it sounds silly, even if it's been discounted before, let's mm-hmm. have a conversation about this. And I really like to nurture their intuition because they live in their body mm-hmm. 24 hours a day, right? I can look at what's going on with my integrative and functional medicine uh, training. I can look at their labs. I can look at their health history and start to put puzzle pieces together. Mm-hmm. But ultimately, I rely on their intuition to tell me, yeah, this resonates with me. Or, no, I don't think that that resonates because of this that and the other thing and together it's a team we become a team so they don't have to do this alone anymore right Mm -hmm. and and as that team we 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 start to uncover the pieces um, 
the, uh, the things that have come out of balance, right? The drivers for these symptoms mm-hmm. so that um, we can start to unravel and reverse what is going on. Sometimes the body uh, needs nutrients, right? Like I'll give you an example. There seems to be um, like magnesium, right? It is a huge deficiency because our topsoils have become deficient in, um, in minerals, right? Through topsoil erosion and all kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so sometimes it's, it's you know, uh, a, a deficiency of certain things that we need to shore up. Um, but sometimes it's digestive um, dis-ease, right? I like to call it something isn't at ease anymore with the digestive wellness. Sometimes it's inflammatory drivers, right? Mm-hmm. And, and if those go on long enough, it can lead to autoimmune issues, right? Mm-hmm. But um, so there's many drivers, right? But really using the intuition to, to try and puzzle piece what is going on is where really the magic is. I have found in my coaching and really um, moving someone from where they're at with their health and wellness to where they want to be and then to stay well, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's so beautiful. I just love and I have so much appreciation um, that you're coming from the health and wellness space, but coming from this intuitive based approach because it is true like our bodies speak to us and we can listen to it and we can trust it and and honor it then yeah because it's sending us messages all the time but sometimes we get um in 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 the space that we're really not hearing what it says or we're not recognizing the signs so that's part Mm -hmm. of what i do as well is help you to recognize the signs of of what your body's telling you what it means right Mm -hmm. and then using that intuition to then move forward on, um, on what you need to do, right? Yeah, um, and I think too, in our culture, where it's not really part of the everyday language to be listening to our own body. We always think we have to go to the authority in, in wellness or in medicine, um, right. where, where there's a place for that, but it's also yes. holistic, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I love that you said that there is a place for conventional medical, right? Like, if if there's an acute situation, um, you know, you, you, you get a big laceration in your arm, right? Mm-hmm. You, you need to go to the hospital, and you need to get that sewn up and get it taken care of, or you, you know, you break something, or you're in, a, in an acute distress issue. Um, yes, absolutely. That's the right place to go. Um, what I feel integrative and functional medicine is really good at um, is the chronic things, the stuff that you have for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. Um, And because um, integrative and functional medicine is really good at peeling back the layers, right? To get at the underlying drivers of what's going on and then working to reverse them Mm -hmm. so that your body can come back into balance, right? Um, the, the acute model is absolutely needed as well because sometimes um, meds and surgeries are very appropriate mm-hmm. and, and very needed, right, to just get somebody stable. Right. But then, you know, let's look at what's driving this inflammation in your body. Let, let's look at, you know, is, is digestive wellness. Like I really take a very um, targeted look 
at and, and focus with my practice on digestive wellness. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, a, a big part because I saw that in, in my son, what was driving so many of the things that were going on with him had digestive wellness at the core. And I started to really understand that um, digestive wellness has a huge impact on every system of the body, including your brain. You know, it's amazing that 90% of our serotonin is actually made in our gut. Mm-hmm. So if, if you are struggling with anxiety and depression and things like that, let's look at your gut first, right? Like, Interesting. And, and just see, is there some dysfunction going on in this gut, right? And, um, you know, let's look at, at, at the nutrition, what you're nourishing yourself with, because that's important. But let's look at this digestive wellness and let's look at mindset and lifestyle choices that you're making, right? What can we tweak? What, what can we, what can we um, add in, right? Um, what can we change up so that you'll have a different outcome, right? Because often we're like leading our lives in such a way that, um, you know, we're unrested. Mm, right. <laughs> we're stressed. Yeah. We're, we're um, you know, ignoring our symptoms, right? So there's something going on. Uh, we're, we're ignoring, you know, the signs our body's giving us like, you know, reflux and all these other different things, right? Aches mm-hmm. and pains and um, burning the candle at both ends. And yet we expect our bodies to thrive and have energy and, mm-hmm. um, you know, have virility and all this other stuff, right? And it's like, you know, it's, it's unnatural how many of us are living our lives and the outcome that we expect, right? The two just right. do not mesh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah? Yeah, I see that so much. Gosh. Yeah. 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 So, you know, it's really a matter of, you know, puzzle piecing. What's that play? You know, what do you need to maximize in your body? What do you need to minimize, right? What's getting in the way? And how do we prioritize this? environment for healing right so that the body can heal yes because it can because it can yeah (laughs) it has this it's it's this amazing um miracle i i like to call it Mm -hmm. right that has this desire and ability to uh come back into balance and heal we just we just need to figure out what's standing in that way right Mm -hmm. What, what we need to do to um to allow that to happen and um and I love that piece of it right I I love puzzles I love to figure out you know what's driving this and sometimes and it's quite often actually it's it's many different drivers leading Mm -hmm. us there right and we just need to start you know I often start with a low-hanging fruit you know get you some quick uh, relief um where where possible and then we start to dig deeper right start Mm -hmm. looking at that gut and bring it back into balance and um you know, make sure you're sleeping, mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Yeah. Your body can't heal if it's not sleeping well, right? Yeah. I see that in kids a lot, uh, just the dark circles under their eyes. And it's like, oh, just put them to bed a little earlier <laughs> yeah. or a lot earlier. But, but right. as parents, we're not honoring our own need for sleep. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, how about honoring, you know, um, you know, that you you're you're meant to be a joyful 
um, being, right? And mm-hmm. um, are, you, are you ignoring your self-care, right? In mm-hmm. order to just get stuff done. Because <laughs> we all have lots of long lists of stuff we got to get done, right? Yeah. Um, so, you know, honoring what your body needs and listening to it, using your intuition of, of what your body is crying out for. Um, and beginning to honor it and moving in that, st- you know, in that direction. Uh, oh, it, gosh, I yeah. totally love everything you're speaking to. <laughs> <laughs> this is my vibe. <laughs> yeah. 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 Any other, like a tip or a final thought you want to share with the listeners about intuitive wellness? Uh, or or I, integrated yes. in functional medicine? Yeah, I, I think, I think what I would love to say is really um our bodies are not broken if you're struggling with something you're not broken you know we're often asking our body um to live in unnatural uh circumstances right Mm -hmm. and when we start to um prioritize that environment for healing and bring the pieces into place that your body, that's uh, caused your body to come out of balance. It's, it's a miracle, right? It's mm-hmm. a miracle. It starts to heal. But I really want to leave people with, your body isn't broken. It's sending you messages and it has this ability to heal we just have to help bring it back into balance and then it will, it will function, um, you know, at its optimal, right? Mm-hmm. It starts to come back into balance and it starts to function the way it was designed to, right? And of course, the longer you have something, um, the longer it may take to bring it, start bringing it back into balance, right? And, um, but it's not broken, because mm-hmm. often we can start to identify with, you know, I am a sick person. I am, you know, associated with this dis-ease that I've been labeled with, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you are this beautiful being, right? Living in this body. And this body is not broken. It's sending you messages. We just need to listen to it. Mm-hmm. And we need to honor what it needs, right? And then it makes the, the choices we need to make easier when we start to understand that piece, that our body is just crying out for what it needs. Love it. Perfect. So if the listeners want to connect with, with you, how would you like for them to do that? Oh, um, they can come to my uh, website, um, bridgeforwellness.com is my website. And, um, and I have a, um, a seven steps for regaining your energy handout in there. So oh, cool. I would love to share that with them. You know, because what I found is that um, regardless of what people are coming to me with, my clients, what seemed to be at um, underlying it all, what, what, what they were experiencing was really a lack of energy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because of course the body was trying to heal, right? It, 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 um, 
it, it makes you sometimes um, take a pause if you haven't been living your life in such a way mm-hmm. that um, that will allow you to heal, right? So, of course, it's going to make you tired so that you slow down, right? right. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it's, it's wise. The body's really wise. So, oh, uh, it, I love that you say that. Yes. <laughs> Hallelujah. <laughs> yes, yes. The body is this very wise system, right? Mm-hmm. And, um, and so my handout for the seven steps for regaining your energy is really designed at um, getting you to reflect a little bit, right? Like, what of these things am, am I not prioritizing right now? Am mm-hmm. I not maybe doing? And, um, you know, how about starting to implement these things and, and begin to um, give my body what it needs, like the space to start healing in, mm-hmm. right? If they're struggling with something. So um, I've gotten very good feedback on it. And I would love to share that with your, uh, with your audience. Um, they can go to bridgeforwellness.com and, um, and get that there. So Lovely. Thank you for that. And thank you so much for sharing this with us today. Such an oh. important topic. Oh my gosh. Yes, yes, my pleasure. And of course, anyone can reach out to me as well. Um, Sue at bridgeforwellness.com. And um, I'm always, uh, I'm always glad to have a chat and and hear, Mm -hmm. you know, what's going on with you and see if, um, if I can uh, be of service to you. So um, always glad to have that conversation as well. I I love what I do. So and, and the information is no good. Um, if I just keep it to myself, right? So I, I need to pass it forward, right? Yeah. So, oh, yeah. awesome. Well, thanks for doing this. It was, it's just great. I just met you recently through eWomen and mm-hmm. this has been a great connection. I'm just honored to know you. Oh, thank you. Likewise, Rachel. I, I uh, really appreciate, um, you know, you offering this, this platform, right? For, for us to share our, our passions, with yeah. You. Yeah. Really, I really appreciate your, your time. And I loved all your questions. So it was great. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Hey, Rev with Rachel listeners. Thank you so much for tuning in. It is a pleasure to share these important life transforming and healing topics with you. As always, remember to rev, recreate, enlighten and vibrate. Thank you for listening. Until we meet again, be love. EWN Podcast Network.